Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. We have a very, very special guest today, Nicholas Heller, aka New York Nico. My friend, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Why do we always say uh, today we have a very special guest as if it's, I mean, it's always a special guest. Why do we have to say it's a special guest? So Why that the just... one day I have somebody I really don't like on, yeah. I can say we don't have a special gotcha. guest today. Because I do the same thing. I have a podcast as well. And I always say today we have a very special guest. But um, yeah. it's easy. Anyway, it it's is easy. easy. Yeah. It flows nicely. <laughs> yeah. And when there are some guests that are extra special. Yeah. A very special guest. Very, maybe. Nice. <laughs> Although I would classify you as that. Oh, so. hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hell yeah. How are you doing? Good, man. Um, just got back from Detroit. I was there for a wedding. Don't like leaving the city. So I'm happy to be back. Um, yeah. Enjoying summer. Gotcha. How about you? Enjoying man. I was out of the country actually, not just out of New York, but I was in Italy for a little bit. And then where were you in Italy? I first went to Rome Mm -hmm. and then I went to Florence and then Venice. Quick five, five and a half, six day trip. Amazing. And then I came back for 12 hours and then went to Toronto uh, for another week. But I love New York as well. Yeah, (laughs) Born and raised. I mean, Italy can't really complain. It's a little different than Detroit. No shots at Detroit, but... No shots at Detroit, but Detroit is not a very special guest. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. (laughs) No, I liked... I actually really like Detroit. (laughs) I really do. Um, It's a very nice city. I just wouldn't compare it to, to Rome. Yeah, I mean, great sports teams for the most part. Mm-hmm. They've been steady over time. So right. I'm a fan of that. Wearing a New York Yankees hat, you are, in fact, a New York Yankees fan? I am. Good. I'm, I'm not one. I actually did a post for opening day. Um, all the celebrities who I didn't realize were Yankee fans wearing Yankee hats. Uh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> well, I think it's also a fashion statement. And so a lot of the people that do wear Yankees hats aren't mm-hmm. Yankees fans or okay. baseball fans. Right. Because you'll see guys in... Asia, and if you ask them what their hat is, they won't even know. Right. Say. Yeah, no, it's a it's a nice logo for sure. It represents New York, mm-hmm. which everybody wants to have something to do with. Right. Exactly. Um, no, so. but I'm I'm a I'm a Yankee a big Yankee fan. Big Yankee fan. Was a huge Yankee fan like ninety-eight through two thousand four, where I like wouldn't miss a game, but now I'm you know. I'll miss a game here and there, but I'm I'm still still a Yankee Yankee fan gotcha. through and through. So, how do you get started documenting New York City in the way that you do? And was it before social media, or did social media make you think that uh, it made sense to start doing? That? Yeah, well, I I started uh, documenting uh, New York the way I do, um, like six years ago, um, and I started with a web series uh, called Know Your City where I would document um, kind of days in the life of interesting New York characters. Uh, The first one that I did was on this, this guy who I'd been seeing around all my life um, named Ted Avon. And he's the six foot seven freestyling Jew. Uh, And he would carry around this big 10, 10 pound sign that says the six foot seven Jew will freestyle rap for you. Um, So I did a documentary on him and then, uh, basically got funding to do uh, a bunch of episodes. Um, and, uh, you know, so I did one on Larry, the Birdman. I did one on Wendell, the homeless fashion designer. Um, and the videos, uh, weren't really getting the views that I wanted them to get. Uh, so it was kind of disappointing. Um, but I didn't want to stop. So I decided to kind of just 
move to to Instagram instead of doing these, you know, five minute films that would take me weeks to create. I would just kind of upload these videos on the spot of, to YouTube. I assume. Uh, no, to Instagram. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I got started with Instagram. I never, I never so had. So you were uploading five minute videos in panels. No, oh, I'm sorry. So. So the five minute videos were the, that was for the series that I was doing. Got it, got it, I know got your it. city. So that was on YouTube. Yes. Got it. And then I switched over to, to just doing gotcha. these like, you know, 15 second, uh, Instagram videos of the same characters. And, um, you know, in, in this day and age, I mean, you were just talking about TikTok. It's like, it's, it's, uh, people have really short attention spans. So, uh, the chance that they will sit through this five minute film on YouTube uh, is less likely than sitting through a 15 second video on Instagram. <laughs> right. So um, I was kind of like achieving the same uh, effect on Instagram that I was uh, through, through those films. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I just kept going with it. Um, a lot of the the characters kind of became reoccurring. Um, and in addition to, to the reoccurring characters, I would also film just like, quintessential New York shit going around and going on in the city. Um, and I just kind of like slowly, but surely, uh, developed this, this fan base. And, um, that's kind of where we are today. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about New York city? Um, definitely the, uh, the, the characters, um, you know, I feel like I've, I've, I'm, I'm pretty well traveled. <laughs> uh, I lived in LA for six months um, done a cross country road trip, um, travel a lot for work. And I feel like you just don't get characters like you do in New York. Um, and that's not to say that, that these other cities don't have characters. It's just not the characters that, that I respond to. Um, and I don't know what it is. It's just a personal opinion. Like it's very obvious when, uh, you come across a quintessential born and raised New Yorker. Um, (laughs) You know, it's the accent, it's the the mind state mindset, um, the their appearance. Uh, you know, it's just uh, the 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 hustlers mentality. It's just something about New Yorkers that I just like can't get enough of, and um, that's why I was saying like I, I I was in Detroit over the weekend and just couldn't wait to get back home. It's because I really miss the people. Um, so I would say my favorite thing is the people, for sure. Who have been some of your favorite characters over the length you've been on Instagram? Um, man, well, that's that's hard to answer just because you know it's like they're my children. I can't <laughs> I can't tell you which is my favorite, right? But um, you know, definitely you love them all equally. I love them all equally. But no, I, I uh, Tiger Hood is is a favorite. Awesome. Um, for those who don't know Tiger Hood, he's a. Uh, an older gentleman who, man, an older gentleman. I've never described Tiger Hood as an older gentleman. I hope he's not offended by that. <laughs> he's a baller. <laughs> yeah. He um, he plays golf with milk cartons uh, all around the city. And he's been doing it for the past 10 years. Um, for, you know, he he was a, uh, a an amazing street, or still is a, an amazing street photographer. Um, but he has this collection of um, film photographs from the late nineties, early two thousands that will blow your mind, you know, cause it was back in the day when not everyone was a, a photographer, not everyone had a phone. So he captured shit that no one else captured, like early photos of David Blaine, Dave Chappelle, uh, street performers that 
you know, don't perform anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, he, he would just, you know, sell his, his prints on the street. And then one day, like 10 or 10 or 11 years ago, um, he just started kind of golfing with, with a tennis ball to pass the time. Um, and he lost the tennis ball. So he decided to, to, uh, play with milk cartons instead. Yeah. Um, no, but he, he, uh, he just kind of figured out that milk cartons were, were easier to hit and they didn't roll around. So he, um, he just started stuffing, uh, like milk cartons that you would get at, you know, school, Mm -hmm. uh, with, with newspaper and tape them up and he would hit those Hmm. and he would just do it to pass the time. He didn't realize that it would really turn into anything. But uh, over the course of of time, he kind of became this New York staple. Um, and I befriended him about three years ago. Uh, ESPN actually did a short on him. Uh, it was a 30 for 30 short. Um, and I think he the first day I met him, he told me to check it out. So I checked it out. It's like, holy shit, this guy's this guy's the man. Legit. Yeah, super legit. Um, so I just kept coming back to to see him and and film him. And uh a few months ago, I made a, a short film on him, a documentary um, called Neighborhood Golf Association. And it was it went really, really well. Uh, golf Digest picked it up. Um, it was covered by NBC, Vice. I mean, everyone covered it. It was really cool because, like, you know, he's people have seen this guy, but no one really knows his story. Um, so I was happy to kind of uh, raise awareness and, and, and shine a light on this guy. Um, and he's been, he's been crushing it. Like I said, uh, before we started rolling, um, he just did a, uh, commercial with Nike and stone Island. So uh, sick. I actually don't think I can talk about the other things, but he has so many things coming up and it's so sick. Like I was, I was with him the other day and he told me that this is the, the best year of his life and he is 57 years old. So the fact that he can be having the best year of his life, like so late in life is so awesome. Uh, and it should be inspiring to, to the older folk out there. Um, not even the older folk, everybody, you know, like he, he stuck with something, um, for long enough and it started paying off and it wasn't even something that he, you know, he didn't, he didn't care about going viral or getting, you know, attention on, on the internet. It just, he was doing something really cool, um, and had a message and it just caught on. Also, he's just like the nicest dude ever. That helps. He's really, really, really good, <laughs> yeah. genuine dude. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's so cool to see the, kind of the response he's been getting. Yeah, I mean, I love seeing people like that succeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, better that than somebody that's like shaking their butt on the yeah, internet for a week. Of course, you know. Course. And I didn't even know that about the photography and yeah, taking man. photos from back in the day. Absolutely, that's actually how I first met him. Uh, was he was selling his work on the street and wasn't golfing or anything. Uh, he was just selling his work and I went to talk to him and, uh, he was, I loved his work. I bought three prints from him. Um, we're talking and then about a year later, um, I saw somebody posted a video of this guy playing golf with milk containers and it was so the print guy. Yeah. Well, no, because it was so far away that I couldn't even recognize him. Um, but I hit up my friend and asked where I could find this guy. He told me where he found him. So I would like go, go, uh, I would pass by right, right by Supreme, uh, okay. in that alleyway on Jersey street. So every time I walk by, cause I'm in that area a lot, um, I would check in and one day he was there 
And I put two and two together that he was the guy who I bought the prints from. So that was a crazy surprise. Um, but yeah, so Tiger Hood, I always tell people that Tiger Hood's my favorite. Um, you know, it's, we just have, we got, we got a, a really special, special friendship. Um, but, you know, Luca two times, uh, the 11 year old food, or I'm sorry, he's 12 now. He keeps growing up. Um, <laughs> that 12 happens. year old food critic, little Italian American food critic. Also basketball trick shooter. Oh whom my God, I've yeah. posted multiple times. Yes. The man you have. No, he's the best. Uh, he, you got to have him on the, on the podcast. He, we'll do it. he knows more about basketball than anyone I know. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he's sick. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, I met him at the, at Anthony and sons panini shop on Graham Ave in Williamsburg, uh, which is my favorite spot to hang out. That's where I meet a lot of, a, a lot of the people you'll see on my page, like Charlie, the wolf, um, uh, a bunch of other people, but, um, but yeah, it's kind of like our hangout spot. Um, you got uh, Wally, uh, the dry cleaner. Pure He's organic. a legend. He's I checked legend. out his page through you. Yeah, It's the most positive guy I've ever it's seen in my life. I know, and I am here for it. No, no, he's amazing. The, he, the, the way I met him is insane. Um, he had, or his business, he still uses his business account. So it's, it's Wally running it. And it's always these selfie videos of him giving like, you know, positive messages, uh, to his followers, but it's, it's his business account. It's pure organic dry cleaning. So he's um, an actual dry cleaner. He's a dry cleaner. He Amazing. owns a dry cleaning ser- <laughs> service or whatever you call it in, uh, in the Bronx, like deep in the Bronx. And, uh, the way I connected with him was I posted a video and, uh, I got a spam comment from his page. It was like, how are we not going to act like I'm the best dry cleaner in New York or something like that? That's so bizarre. It was so bizarre. And usually whenever I get stuff like that and I get, I get a lot of it because once was that a comment on a video of him or no, it was just a no, comment no, no, no. on it a was, random video. One of my videos is a random, random video. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's a big red flag. I, well, no, cause I get, I get comments like that all the time. Cause okay. um, ever since uh world star started posting me, um, I get like these, you know, insane messages yeah, they just, just like the world star yo like i'll give you a hundred dollars if you use my song in a video it's like that's not what i do <laughs> right like if you actually followed my account you would know that but yeah but yeah i get a lot of spam comments um and uh yeah so i got that spam comment and usually i avoid it but i don't know what it was it's something something about it was like i gotta click on this so i clicked on it and uh he had like five videos 14 followers and um and a lot of confidence and a lot of confidence. no there was only one video where he showed himself and that was the first one i clicked on and it was just him uh in selfie mode just talking about his business and how much he loved his business and i was immediately just like blown away by this guy's energy um so i uh i actually reposted that video which i hardly ever do but i reposted the video and it just went crazy. Like people fell in love with this dude immediately. So I, uh, I, I find his, his number, um, through his account. Um, cause actually his profile picture, I don't think he had his number or anything like the address for the business or anything in his, on his Instagram, but I saw in his profile photos, like a photo of the awning and you could kind of see the number. Amazing. So I, so I called the number and sure enough, he picked up, he's like, Hello. I was like, 
uh, Pure Organic. This is uh, New York Nico. He's like, who? It's like, New York Nico, you follow me on Instagram. He's like, oh, okay, what's up? <laughs> he had no idea who I was. That's amazing. Um, I that later, makes it so much better. No, I know. And I, I was like, uh, yeah, you, you commented on one of my videos. Um, I checked you out and reposted one of your videos. People love you. You're awesome. Uh, just wanted to say, hey, um, you know, let's be in touch. He's just like, he was really confused. He was like, yeah, okay, like, cool, cool. Um, and then I later found out that he has this girl who like manages his social media. So I guess she was just like commenting on random videos. What a she bad social media manager. Dude, but she crushed it. I like, guess I she got to you. Look at him. He wouldn't be here. I mean, he wouldn't have 30,000 followers if she didn't. Best try cleaner in New York. So, it, you know, um, aspiring social media superstars, you know, if you want to get people's attention, you just got to spam. I don't um, think that's the takeaway, <laughs> but make good content. People exactly. see it. That's the one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so then we just like, I think we, the first time we met in person was at a Yankee game. Um, he just like, he he's in addition to just being positive all the time, he lives the greatest life. Like he's always, when he's not working, he's always doing something like every time I'm at a sporting event, he just pops up there. Like he's got, he's got season tickets to like Yankees and Mets, or I don't know if he has the season tickets, but like his friends have season tickets and always invite him. Uh, he's always at the beach. He's just living his best life. A lot of baseball games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) oh yeah. And then I was like, I saw him at, I was at a a subway series game fairly recently and I was like, I, I ran into him there. I was like, dude, where are you sitting? And he's like, oh, I'm sitting all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting with like five different people. It's like, I don't know what that means, but cool, man. means you got five pairs of season tickets. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, you know, those are just a a few. Oh, Mike, Mike Saviello, uh, big Mike. He's the manager at Astor Place Barbershop, um, which is an iconic (laughs) barbershop. You ever been there? I haven't. Oh, wow. You're a city boy. I should. Astor Place. I haven't. Um, It's just like the oldest barbershop in New York. I need a haircut, yeah. so I'll go there. You should, man. Definitely. Um, I've been getting my haircut there since I was like 10. Um, but uh, Big Mike is the the manager. Uh, he's this big, big man who sits... Who I've, I've always known him as like the big guy who just sits behind the front desk and tells pe- tells the customer where, where to go to get their haircut. Um, and I had never really had a conversation with him up until three years ago when... Um, I went to use the restroom and on my way, uh, I saw the store, the storage area was open, the door to the storage area. So I poked my head in and there was big Mike with his shirt off painting a Van Gogh inspired Biggie painting. (laughs) Um, and I was just blown away by that because I always knew this guy is like kind of the grumpy, uh, the grumpy dude who, you know, just tells you where to, who, who to go to, to get your haircut. So I used that as an opportunity to talk to him and, he told me that he's 57 years old and he just decided that he wanted to start painting and he didn't really have time for it, but he had time on his lunch break. So he was going to devote 45 minutes every single day, um, to painting. So I would follow up with him, um, every, every few weeks. Um, and then about a year ago, he like, uh, he, he amassed, you know, he, 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 basically filled the entire storage shed with, with his paintings. So I was like, I need to make a, a film about this guy. 
So I made a film about him uh, called Big Mike Takes Lunch. And the screening was at Astro Place in conjunction with his first ever art show. Um, and de Blasio showed up, the news showed up. It was like, it was insane. It's awesome. Um, and now he's just like crushing it, selling his paintings for like anywhere from five to $25,000. Uh, the New York times just did a, a, a write up on him, uh, in the Sunday paper. So, uh, yeah, man, just fucking power of film. Yeah. Power of film. Um, power of just being an interesting person. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that and that's, trying new things if you're him. Exactly. But going back to your question, what I like most about New York, that's what I like most about New York. It's these these characters. These gotcha. and characters I, I mean in the best way possible. Um, you know, some some people might interpret that differently, but when I say character, like character is the best thing that you can be. A character. Because that means I that agree. you're you're uh you know, you're you're one of a kind, you're entertaining. Um yeah. For sure. Yeah. So. Last time we saw each other was at the NYCFC game yeah. where they blasted us both on the jumbo oh, Sean, yeah. which was one of the funniest things definitely. ever. But while we were there, definitely, I was definitely like a definitely bucket list to be I not, agree. not necessarily. I mean, shout out NYCFC, but tr- the dream is to be on the Jumbotron at a Yankee game. Agreed. But Yankee Stadium is the next best thing. Hey, it's the same Jumbotron. It's the same Jumbotron. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah. right. You know, fast forward like t- 24 hours could have been a, Yan- Yan- a Yankee game. So True. True. They removed the white lines on the yep. grass and then, yep. and then we're good to go. But uh, I'd probably put Yankee Stadium 1, mm-hmm. MSG 2. Oof. For me, yep. this is just places I'd like to be on the Jumbotron. Yep. Not my favorite arena because MSG is number one by a mile as far right. as my favorite arenas because I'm a big Knicks fan. Right. But I'm a bigger I'm basketball sorry. fan than I am baseball. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> but uh, I've never known anything different. Right. So it's not like, you know, I was a super fan in the late 90s and right. then they just sucked for the next 20 years. But, right. um, and I do feel bad for those people where that is the case. But mm-hmm. uh, probably Yankee Stadium number one as far as jumbo trowns go. MSG two, Barclays Center three. So guess, MSG uh, Rangers, would do you, do you pair the two up or? Yeah, I think they both, I mean, obviously I'd rather Knicks over Rangers. I'd rather Brooklyn Nets over Rangers. Mm. I'd rather New York Giants over Rangers. Mm. Uh, Then probably Jets would follow just because of the size of the stadium, and that's fun. Uh, And then would have to follow, you know, Rangers and Islanders. Mm. Do Islanders still play in Barclays? I think this was their last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now they're they're leaving again. Right. <laughs> so they're going back to NASA, or I'm not sure where they're going back. I, I think they are. Yeah, um, you're not a hockey fan. I'm not a hockey yeah. fan. I'm definitely not an Islanders fan. Hockey sucks, man. <laughs> I'm so not. Boring. I've never been into it. Yeah, I never been, the one time I went to a hockey game was this year. I went to an Islanders game, mm-hmm. and you would actually like this. The only reason I went was because somebody bought out three sections in the top, uh-huh. and everybody went wearing referee jerseys to cheer on the referees. Wow. I love so that. every time in intermission, when the refs <laughs> slid onto the ice, we're like, we're going crazy. Oh we're God. throwing stuff in the air. We're, we're screaming for them. I can find out for you. They do it every year. Oh, really? Well, now they're going to have to do it back in right. NASA, I guess. That's but, so funny. Uh, they'd done it for the last three years, and everybody meets up at a bar beforehand. Uh-huh. So it's 200. I'll show you the videos. 200 yeah. referees. Oh, my God. Uh, show up everybody gets the same jersey from the same place one guy buys them supplies them to everybody you write wow. down your name you sign up you pay ten dollars for the ticket 
And you go in and you cheer on the referees and drink a bunch of beer and have fun with uh, the other 200 referees that are there. And because it's an Islanders game, there aren't that many people there. So the impact that these three packed sections have on the game is huge. Anytime the ref makes a call, people go crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. I love it. But you are a lifelong New York Yankees fan. Lifelong New York Yankee fan. And an actual baseball fan. And an actual baseball fan. So do you think they're going to go all the way this year? Oh, of course. Are you kidding me? You disagree? I agree. I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. But I will the fact ag- that they're doing so well with all these injuries is insane. I will also acknowledge my bias. Mm. Right. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say you were a Mets fan? I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, you're a Yankee fan. Yeah, oh, but oh, I will acknowledge sure. my bias in saying right, that they're right, going to win this year. Right. It's not even a question. Of course. Of course. Um, you've been a Yankee fan all your life? Whole life. Yeah. How old are you again? 18. Holy shit. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yankees, Knicks, Rangers, Giants, although I don't watch hockey. Yeah. But- in order of significance, yeah. Knicks, Yankees, Giants. Wow. Um, damn. So if you're only 18, because I, I have this this t- skill that, that you might be impressed with. Let's see. I know. So from like, shit, I'm going to fuck up the years. But like from, I guess, 98 to like 2008, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of obscure baseball, MLB, and NBA pl- players. It's it's a ridiculous skill. There's nothing I can do with it, but I just okay. know random ass players. And I think maybe it was from just playing video games so much. I also played fantasy, but like that helps. Yeah, but that's how I got started. I don't even know how you could like quiz me on something like this, but I I just like I I can just r- start rattling off like random ass players, like fucking Rusty Greer. In the Texas Rangers, random, and you think that's from? Do you even do you even remember this? Guy? No, yeah, and that's from. Well, you you're more of a basketball guy. More basketball. Okay. Um, what about? Oh my god, like obscure Knicks players, Rick Brunson, David Wingate. Okay, this before your time, before my time. But do you remember them? No, really. My my the first year I was so I was a baseball fan before I was a basketball fan. Yeah. So like my first Knicks team was like. David Lee, Danilo oh, Gallinari, Jesus. like recent, damn, <laughs> like seven, eight years, you know, like 2010, right, you know, right, like right. Wilson Chandler, all those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, they're kind of obscure at this point. I mean, like Wilson Chandler, Raymond David Felton Lee, was so my favorite player growing up. Raymond I, and he's still going. He's yeah. still going strong. Yeah. Okay. See, but you know, wow. He's still playing. Yeah. He's still playing. Still doing his thing. Yeah. Substitute point guard, same player. Somebody said this year that uh, I saw this uh, in a meme uh, that Kyle Lowry is just Raymond Felton with Drake's phone number. Wow. That struck, that struck a chord. <laughs> wow. Growing up a Raymond Felton fan. Okay. Uh, no, you know, but I love that Knicks team. And even though they were super bad at the time, I yeah. didn't even know. Right. Like I just brewed for them every night. Right. Cause to me it was, if they won one night, that means they won. Right. Like, I, I didn't even know what a championship was. And that sounds so sad. Yeah. But if you grow up without knowing winning like that, there's no such thing. Right. So I just read it every single night and that was it. Yeah. David Lee, Gallinari, the white guys, yeah. you know, I, could, I, I was like, maybe one day. Was Eddie Curry on that team? Yes. He was. Yeah. Getting no baskets. Eddie Curry. Zero buckets. Um, yeah. Tyson Chandler. Yeah. Yeah. Tyson's still obviously going strong as well with the Lakers. Wow. Got picked up last year. Mid-season pickup. Yeah, he's still doing his thing. He was a defensive player of the year. 
Oh yeah. People forget that. Yeah. Hmm. He was killer. Good. And the Knicks went out and got another defensive player of the year, Joakim Noah, who did not work out quite the same. Damn. Although I like the guy. I like the guy a lot, actually. New York boy. Yeah, great Holly guy. Prep. I remember. And Eunice. He went to Eunice for a little bit. He got kicked out of both, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I think he got kicked out of Poly Prep because I remember going there because uh, I went to a school, a private school in Brooklyn. Where'd that you was go? in I went to St. Anne's. Oh, right. Uh, f- uh, first grade through freshman year. Uh-huh. And we, I was on the JV team freshman year mm. and we went and played a poly prep and they have all these statues. And I was asking around and I was like, you know, did he win anything? And he was like, yeah, six months he was here. Oh, wow. Apparently it's a, it's a menace in the hallway. Something oh, like that. I mean, Cherry bombs, that kind of, yeah. yeah, that kind of life. But you know, you're like born into being a bully if you're <laughs> that tall. And a great basketball player, which he did. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple right. defensive play of the years. And if, honestly, if Derek Rose had stayed healthy in Chicago, he could be sitting a champion. Mm-hmm. Damn. Crazy. But he's still going. He's in Memphis now. He's doing his thing. He still plays in the NBA? Yeah, he still plays. Mm. Got a little little contract vibe, you know. Wow. Uh, and it's funny. I was at the first Knicks game when he was on the Grizzlies after he left the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And people were chanting, give us our money back. Wow. <laughs> damn (laughs) crazy yeah that's almost as bad as being put on the jumbotron as a celebrity at a sporting event and getting booed (laughs) could you imagine oh my god it would be the worst gut-wrenching feeling have you seen that yeah tons of times oh yeah of course who like with who Uh, i've seen it with rappers a couple times like in in opposing cities yeah yeah i mean that that's pretty straightforward that makes sense yeah like um I'm trying to think of what a good example is. they still put Woody is. Allen on the Jumbotron? I don't know. It's a good question. Does he still go to games? I don't think he does as much. Really? Yeah. I, don't, oh, I haven't wow. seen him at a game in the last two years. Damn. Spike's still at most games. Still has his season ticket score tied. Um, Who are the regulars now? Uh, regulars. Fallon goes a lot. Really? Um, ben Stiller is a big regular. Huh. I see Ben Stiller there a lot. Uh, Jerry Lorenzo is there pretty often. Uh-huh. Um, trying to think of other. I mean, Dolan's there every night, you know, <laughs> that vibe. And uh, trying to think of other celebrities that are regulars. It's not like the Knicks don't have as many regulars. It's more everybody, right? A couple times, yeah. You know, yeah. For um, sure. they'll bring their kids a couple nights, like three, four games a year. Mm-hmm. But to be a season ticket holder at the Garden, courtside a lot of money still oh it only goes up yeah it only get goes up as it could the worst I they mean, get 300,000 plus guaranteed maybe half Damn. a million dollars a year like ridiculous crazy ridiculous Damn. but yeah do you have a favorite New York sports team Yankees I yeah, assume Yankees, yeah but yeah when we were put up there it was like they so they told us that we were going to be put on the jumbotron. I didn't know that beforehand oh. at the NYCFC game. And then when they put me on, I feel like it was uncomfortably long because mm. there's no audio, right? So you're just yeah. You, what do you do with your hands? What do you do with your hands? Yeah. It's like it's almost as difficult of a question as what do you do with your hands in a photo? Right, right. It's a very difficult yeah, luckily predicament. I had my uh, my my friend Jeremy Cohen there, kind of stealing the show because he was like taking a photo or he was taking a video of me and the jumbotron and he was kind of like 
making weird faces. So I didn't feel as uncomfortable. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. put up, I put up, I threw up a little peace sign. That's good. I never do that. No, no. Threw up a double peace sign. Oh, shh. Then the hands went down. Yeah, yeah. And I was still on the jumbo Oh chart. my God. Wow. <laughs> the cameraman probably has a field day with that. Just like so trying to make people feel as awkward. That as cameraman also does it for the Knicks. Oh, really? Yeah, it's the same guy. Really? Yeah, same guy does Weird. it for the Knicks, Yankees, and I think some Barclays Center stuff too. He's just like the guy. You want to hear something funny? So yeah. I was at a... Okay. Uh, I was about to say, do you remember the Liberty? But they still play, don't they? They do still exist. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I used to be a season ticket holder for the Liberty. That's very exciting. Because obviously the the tickets were very inexpensive and my dad loved taking me to the garden. Um, so rather than buying me Knicks tickets, he would buy me Liberty tickets. And it, it wasn't like, it was um, like a, a half season plan or, or whatever. Um, so I would go to a lot of Liberty games and I had a blast. I had so much fun. The garden's um, the garden. Yeah. But there was this one time that I was like wearing, I actually can't remember if it was a Knicks hat. It was a Knicks hat. I was wearing a Knicks hat to a Liberty game and they put me on, on the Jumbotron and I was like pointing at my hat mm-hmm. and giving a thumbs up. And the camera guy was like, and then he like, they cut, they cut from me, which was so weird. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Especially to a kid. Yeah. I don't know Brutal. where I was going with that story, but that's interesting. Very bizarre. I think the Liberty no longer play at the garden though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, they, they weren't were selling the enough they, tickets. They would, they did, oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, since the WNBA season's during the summer, mm-hmm. and obviously most concert tours mm-hmm. are in the summer, right? it's like, right. if right. you're the people that manage the business. Right. Yeah. The garden for concerts are very special. Mm-hmm. Do you go to a lot of concerts? Uh, I went to J. Cole's concert. That's at the special. Garden. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That was the only uh, concert I went to at the garden. Hmm. How long ago was that? Uh, it's like six months. Cool. My girlfriend does work for Dreamville, so we got oh sick tickets, and we were like in the the, uh, the mosh. No, the like the VIP area. Oh yeah, like the which family isn't very section. VIP because it's pretty far away. Is it side stage? No, it's like right in the middle. But you have like your own little um, like island. But it was cool. Uh, who was there? Vic uh, Mensa. No, not Vic Mensa. The other Vic. Vic Victor Ortiz. The the Giants player. Oh, okay. Victor Cruz. Victor Cruz. Victor oh, wow. Cruz. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> For those who couldn't see on camera, yeah, there's yeah. a Victor, Victor Cruz jersey Cruz here. There. Dapper Dan was there. That was cool. Um, <laughs> you yeah. had a hint there all along. Oh, wow. He doesn't play anymore, does he? <laughs> no, he's been retired for a little bit. Oh wow. He hosts uh, on ESPN though. Oh really? Yeah, he's killing it. Nice. Shout outs to Victor Cruz. Yeah, he's a good dude. Victor Ortiz. Might have been thinking of David. Maybe I was. Yeah. Man. What's he doing now? David? Uh, he, there was an incident that happened Oh, recently. I heard about that. Didn't he get like robbed or something? Got shot. Shot. Even worse. worse. Wow. I think he's all right though. Good. That's what I read on, good, good. on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fuck Big Poppy, but also, you know, wish him If he's well. not playing, I want yeah, the dude to live the cool happiest with, life yeah, yeah. possible. He's not playing. But while he's playing. Yeah. Nah. What happened to Manny Ramirez? I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. I wish they um, they had like a where are they now for you know you know that that YouTube show? It's like a web series yeah, yeah, that yeah. some guy does for rappers. Yeah, I wish they had that. For Michael uh, Michael McCrudden, right? 
Yeah. Um, I tried so to, obnoxious, but I way. tried to bait him into doing one on me. He DM me one day. Oh yeah. And I was like, when's the Buster one coming? He's like, ha ha ha. And I was like, it wasn't a joke. <laughs> like that would be dope. Yeah, like I'd sick. appreciate it. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, let me know when you're in Toronto. And I was up there for the finals. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah. Damn. I like the guy, yeah. even though he mispronounces like half the people's names. Yeah. Well, cause he's Canadian, right? Yeah. So he gets a yeah. pass. I remember he, he mispronounced, uh, PewDiePie's name. Oh, uh, his, his real name, uh, Felix, uh, I forget what his last name is. Uh, it's like, I'm not even going to try it. Right. It's not like Giannis and Kumpo, which oh. I can. Very nice. That's, that's easy. But, uh, you know, you just get used to saying it, yeah. but, um, I, I, I've seen him flop a bunch of, mm. and I remember PewDiePie called him out for it in a video, mm. 20 million views, some casual, Damn. casual YouTube life. But uh, <laughs> so it was very, very funny. Hell yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, do you think you could do what you do anywhere else in the world? Like if you had to do it in a second place, is there like an LA or a like Australia no. sit like where? No, no chance. I mean, I love Tokyo, but I, I couldn't do what I well, also there's a language barrier, but let's say it's you're just the, it's, yeah. I'm not, I'm just not as interested, you know, I also don't know it as well. Maybe mm-hmm. if I was like, no, nah, I, I can't even picture it. Like I spent a lot of time in LA, I lived in LA for a little bit. Um, and I just, I can't, I can't do it there. Like whenever, whenever I, I go on a trip, it's like a wash for content. Like I never, I never get anything. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm here. Do you try to stay off your phone as much as possible? No. I mean, I, I you know, I uh no. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's that it doesn't distract me, you know. I won't I won't I'm I haven't looked at my phone since we've been talking. Like if if you're having Well, that would be bad. <laughs> right. No, no. I when I'm having like conversations with people, yeah. I'm supposed to be present, then I won't do it, but you know, I have a lot of downtime, so yeah, I'm definitely, definitely on my phone quite a bit. Yeah, it's funny. Like, that's the only time that I find myself present. Yeah, is when I'm talking to somebody. Right. Otherwise, there's no chance. No, of course not. Like, I'll be on my phone watching a movie. Yeah. Like double. Yeah. The only time it scares me is when I look in my settings at the time spent on mm-hmm. each app. Yeah, I, I avoid that. And a week, it's like forty-five. Yeah. Hours. Holy shit. And I'm just like, damn. That's a day and a half almost two days (laughs) yeah just on my and that'll be like one app right that'll be like instagram crazy for a week yeah it's scary damn and then some weeks it'll be like two hours i'm like dope you know yeah um yeah i mean it's it's hard for for us you know who have people who have um you know followings on on social media it's too addictive it's kind of it's hard to put it away for a day yeah know? that's why i think like and you were saying you do a podcast as well mm-hmm. stuff like this is super productive yeah because it isn't that right but at the same time it is right like that's where it lives yeah and that's where people can find it and i'll probably watch this back later you know like yeah. got some downtime listen to it during a workout yeah um you know i find myself doing that with a lot of different podcasts mm-hmm. uh because I think it's, it's, I think voice also is just super interesting medium mm. as far as it's like, 
it's like a half technology. It's like half being on technology, half not. Cause you can still be present. You could be doing a workout. Right. I think it's much, much better for you than music even. Right. I mean, whatever, it's whatever you want to do, but you know, that's one of the things I like about it the most. Mm-hmm. Is your shirt the New York Knicks sad face? Yeah. yeah. Do you know Tommy? I know um, Manolo. Does he do it? Doesn't he do it with Manolo? Maybe just yeah. NYK sad face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tommy's my guy. Crazy. So for those that don't know, Tommy, uh, he's name dropped in like Ted Drake songs. He's the man. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, he used to do a lot of stuff for OVO. Oh, sure. He still does. Wow. Yeah. Like product stuff, shoes, shoe collaborations. Oh, wow. Um, merch design, mm-hmm. but he's the man and started this brand called NYK Sadface. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, and on the back it says next year. Wow. And then in quote in parentheses every year. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> I keep telling him to drop more stuff. Did you uh, did you check out any of the Dykeman games? I didn't. I was pretty much out of town. Oh. Yeah, pretty much out of the country. The cage is is popping right now because I think is it's it? the end of the tournament. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Still got to get you out to the cage. I got to. Yeah. I got to come. Yeah. Not necessarily play, but no. observe. Well, why don't you want to play? I'll play. Yeah. I'll play. If it's filmed, I'll play. Why wouldn't you play otherwise? Because there would be no reference to when I die. <laughs> That's why. Wow. Really? Yeah. No, dude, you'll be fine. <laughs> it, the cage isn't, isn't as tough as it once was. Also, like you're really good at basketball. So you should. I can shoot. Oh. I can shoot. That's okay. It, you'll be all right. It's, I'll be fine. Yeah. My game is like a less advanced, probably about the same athleticism, slightly worse shot Steph Curry. Oh. So I can move, I can dribble. Okay. Not much defense. Uh-huh. That's about it. I'd love to see you at the cage. I think you'll, you'll surprise some I'll people. Play. Yeah. I'm playing in a bunch of tournaments soon. I'm playing this Sunday. And have you seen the SpongeBob Kyrie Fives? No. There. So they got a collab, Nike got a collaboration with SpongeBob. Wow. For sneakers. Sick. For the first time ever. Okay. Um, and they're doing this three on three tournament that I was sweet. I was uh javelin thrown into. Hell yeah. Um <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Nice. Do you play a lot? No, not at all. I just like to observe. And I love the cage. Not so much for the basketball, but just for what goes on behind the scenes, right. you know. For those that don't know what the cage is, what's the easiest way to describe it? It's the West 4th Street basketball courts. Um, been around forever. Uh, and, you know, back in the day, it was like the street ball court. Uh, and a lot of people uh, or a lot of players kind of got started there, like Smush Parker and Lance Stevenson. Um Definitely a ton. Lance is the man. Also, by the way, Lance, who now just signed a contract overseas, mm-hmm. one of China, the right? one of the smartest signings I've ever seen. You know why? Why? Because he can sign to an NBA team come playoff time. Really? The season's much shorter. Uh-huh. He's making four and a half million dollars. Wow. The second their season's over, he'll come sign to an NBA team. Amazing. Was he in the NBA last season? Yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah. Because he was just at the cage. He was, with the, he was on the Lakers. Oh, wow. With LeBron. Yeah, he was just at the cage and I was surprised because I thought he was still playing in the NBA. And usually players with like high profiles like that don't come to the cage. Because they'll get knocked they'll around. Get, well, they'll just get mobbed. <laughs> oh, that too. Um, but yeah, he was out there. Smush Parker shows up all the time. Do you really? remember Smush? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember yeah, no, people I remember Stephen A roasting Smush. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I heard that uh Kobe said he was his uh least favorite teammate. 
It's pretty funny. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's coming from Kobe. Oh my God. Like that's the last person I would want yeah. to roast me. I don't know why my friend just told me the other day. Um, but yeah, no, the cage is incredible. A lot of, a lot of great, good talent out there. My man, Justin, um, Monty's brother. Oh, I was just with Monty last night. Hell yeah. Yeah, we were just hooping in, in New Jersey. Oh yeah? Yeah. Where? Filming a YouTube video. Oh, hell yeah. He's a man. I got to link up with him soon. Um, but yeah, you saw that video I took of of Justin like a couple months ago, right? That was crazy. Were you filming the entire game or so how did that So whenever I even... go to the cage um, and Justin's playing. So for those who don't know, Justin is a little person um, who just plays ball at the cage and fucking is incredible. And he also plays for the Harlem Globetrotters with his brother, uh, Jumani. Um, Who's Love. one of my good friends. Yeah. He's a good friend of Buster's. Um, but yeah, they're they're both uh, little little person basketball Ballers. players. They can hoop. Um, and it's just so cool to see because like he really does hold his own against all these, you know, average size people at the cage. So I just love watching him play. So um, I'll usually just like when he has the ball, just start filming because, you know, one t- once out of like every 10 times he has the ball, he'll do something cool. <laughs> um, whether it be like make a shot or just like, you know, juke someone or whatever. And this um, day, <laughs> and this day I was filming him and uh, this, this big dude just grabs the ball from him. And Justin just doesn't let go. So the dude just like picks Justin up in the air and fucking like body slams him on the ground and just starts screaming. Uh, it was all ball, it was all ball. And uh, I, when I, when I filmed it, I didn't really think much of it because shit like that kind of happens all the time. Right. You know, like uh, just cause, cause he's, you know, shorter than, than everyone else. Um, he can kind of get like pushed around. Um, so I didn't think much of it, but then when I posted it, it just started going crazy. And within 24 hours, like literally everyone posted it, like every comedy account, sports account, celebrity buster. (laughs) Um, and then people started like making their own version of it. Like this one guy edited it. So, uh, when the guy throws Justin on the ground, the, ground shatters. Um, but what was sick about it was Justin gained like 40,000 followers from it. People just loved him. Yeah. Um, and like world star followed him and all these other accounts. So he fucking, you know, benefited. and we both benefited from it, but he benefited from it like crazy. Um, which is great. Which is awesome. He does, he Cause why not? Attention. Yeah. He's, he's a really, really good dude. And his brother's great too. Yeah, his brothers, his brothers had so many viral videos. Oh it God, is yeah. a mess. Absolutely. I think the most notable, we were talking about this yesterday, but, uh, can I guess what you're going to say? Yeah. The one where, uh, he, he fakes that girl on the street. Yeah. yeah that's, that's so the sick. one. It's one of the most viral basketball is videos, it? period. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, I've seen that multiple times with 50 plus million views yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Crazy. That's a good video. Great video. I'll throw up that video on the on the on yeah. The if Manny will let YouTube. us, I'm just kidding. We'll put that up. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, those are those are great characters. Yeah. Can you think of other times where uh, one specific video has benefited somebody in in kind of the same fashion? I mean, 
countless. Uh, Which is kind of got to be one of the most gratifying it's a, it's amazing, parts of yeah. what you do. But I mean, it's like one hand washes the other, you know, like I'm helping them out. They're helping me out. Um, you know, black rabbit is another example. Uh, I haven't posted them recently cause they've kind of blown up, but, uh, there are these two, um, African American twins that play the Beatles on the subway. And I filmed them, uh, like two years ago, actually maybe less like a year and a half ago. And the video just blew up like the next week they were on Ellen. Um, you know, they started. That's when, you know, yeah. So like stuff like that happens a lot and it's really cool, um, to be able to, to do that. Um, I definitely don't take it for granted. And I also don't see it as I'm just doing it for them. Like I said, like, you know, that helps me out astronomically. Cause like, this is a page that's dedicated to showing off the people of New York and what better way to, to do that than with a viral video. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I call myself the unofficial talent scout of New York. And, um, like I said, I just don't, I don't take that for granted. I love that. Yeah, man. So I think we're going to end the video right here. I have one more question for sure. you. But we're going to do that on the audio exclusive. Ooh. So anybody watching this right now, you got to jump over to SoundCloud, Spotify, or iTunes, iTunes podcast to check out the final question, wow, the audio smart, exclusive. Man. So audio, go subscribe that, over there. Is that a normal thing that they do on podcasts? No, no. You're a genius buster. So hop over <laughs> there. We'll see you over there. One final question. That question is, what are some of your tips for people just moving to New York outside of the area? So hop over there. We'll see you there. Okay. Thank you guys. All right. Audio exclusive, my friend. <laughs> for somebody that's just moving to New York, whether it's out of college, growing up, for a job, what do you think are some things that people should know about living yeah. in New York? Well, first and foremost, you got to show respect to the city. Like you can't just move here because you watched... Uh, wow, this is going to date me. But I was going to say, because you watched Sex in the City and wanted to move to the city, <laughs> I feel like I need a new a new show or movie. But what takes place in New York now that Not makes that somebody want to move here? Um, it's like Spider-Man. Because, <laughs> because you uh, don't just move to the city because you saw it on New York Nico's page. <laughs> there you go. That's the one. Um, that should be like, your new bio. Exactly. And just show up here and you know not show respect respects um you know you gotta you gotta show love to this to the city and the places that have been here for for a while um because as we all know um you know it's getting harder and harder to afford the city to live here Uh, a lot of these great mom and pop shops are getting priced out um or you know closing down for one reason or another um and these are the places that kind of like built this city um, you know, the locations, the, the establishments, the people. So you gotta, you gotta show respect. Um, you know, the, the panini shop that I was talking about, Anthony and sons on Graham Ave, you know, it's one of the, one of the couple, uh, like OG Italian spots still in the neighborhood. Um, and you know, it's, it's a blessing that it's still there because a lot of uh, a lot of the the other spots have closed down because of rent, whatnot. Um, so like if you're in a Williamsburg and you pass the panini shop, go in there and show love. 
show them love and not the Starbucks down the street. You know what I'm saying? Um, another tip, uh, check out, uh, this, the subway guide that me and my girlfriend made, um, on, on proper etiquette. What's in that? Uh, it's called, uh, does it even have a name? Subway, uh, tips and tidbits. You can find it on, on my Instagram. Um, it was a, a brochure that me and my girlfriend made earlier this year. Um, it's like a, a six panel, uh, brochure, um, illustrated on subway etiquette, like how to, how to act on the subway. Mm. Um, and it, it went, it was actually sick cause it, it went kind of viral. Uh, so we were on New York one, we were on NBC, CBS is, it, it was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I suggest checking that out. So you know how to act on the subway. <laughs> Um, not like one of those subway like, creatures. Yeah, exactly. Just <clears throat> know how to act in general. Like, yeah, be careful with eye contact, you know, it's dangerous like, staring at somebody the wrong way will get you robbed or slapped. Good to know. Um, generally rule of thumb is just like, keep, keep your eyes away from people. Um, yeah, damn other tips. I mean, those are great. Yeah. That's awesome. And have fun. Yeah. It's a beautiful city. Have fun. But yeah, just show love and respect, support the mom and pop shops. That I'm sorry. That's the biggest thing. Got it. Support the mom and pop shops. Support the mom and pop shops. Um, and don't be, a, don't be a dickhead. Don't be a dickhead. I think that's a great way to end it. Um, yeah. My friend. Yeah, of course, man. At New York Nico on Instagram. Thank you. Hit him up. Tell him you listen to the podcast. Hell yeah. My friends, we'll see you next time. Hell Peace. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to uh, keep my word and announce the winner of the past week's giveaway of the SpongeBob Kyries. Uh, so first and foremost, I want to be doing one of these every single week. So make, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you leave reviews um, and you listen to the podcast. Uh, but regardless, this past week's winner is Brandon Chin. Uh, so Brandon, I'm going to reach out via DM to you and then get get the details on where to send it and size you are and whatnot. So uh, keep on on the lookout for that. But for everybody else, thank you so much. And let's do another one this week. And I hope you win. All right. See you guys. Have a good one.